Presented by the Murray Convention and Visitors Bureau, it's time for Meet Us on Main, the podcast inviting you into the living room of Murray, Kentucky, sharing what we have going on in our great community. Welcome back to Meet Us on Main. I'm Aaron. Hey, it's your old friend Tim back in the house. Aaron, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Man, it's been a while since I've been here. I know. It has been a very different time, obviously, here. Yeah, very and long summer. It's been a long summer, but you know what? The air is crisp outside. Oh, it's so nice. Friday night lights are back October. somewhat. We've started October. Yes, it I is know. just such an exciting time. Life is normal Well, I feel like it's like renewed, refreshed. You know, it yeah, is. Fresh and, start for fall. And I think that the people that had formed a new normal are now adapting their new normal to the old more, normal. No, I, I feel I feel like I've adapted yeah. and it doesn't feel strange. And I feel like you just kind of have a better rhythm. And there's nothing that says fall quite like tobacco marks. <sighs> it's the best smell. The smell in the air. The best smell. It's just, it's, it's for those that don't live here in Murray and Calvary County, it is a rite of passage almost when you see that first barn to start to smoke mm. and you realize, A, that it's not on fire. No, it's not on fire. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh-huh. And then you also realize that you get to enjoy that smell for a few weeks. I know. It's like coming home. It really is. I used to smell it. That is a great, it's, it's like home. coming home. It is. Well, and it used to be, because I mean, you know, it happens all over West Kentucky so when I was away at college and I would come home in the fall and it's a long four-hour drive and you would hit Western Kentucky and it just almost bring tear to your eyes mm-hmm. and just and if you've been out lately, like especially the last two nights with the harvest moon that's going it's on right now. It's so beautiful and it smells good. And it smell and like you can just see that smoke rolling across the, mm-hmm. the fields and, and you, you know, early. corn's being harvested, beans are being harvested. Mm. This is God's land right this here. This is like when we're at our best. Absolutely. This People is always like when's Murray Murray is at its best in the fall. Absolutely. We uh, the there's just so many different things that happen here. Yes. Um and that's one of them. You know, the yes. tobacco patches and the tobacco farmers and, and so yeah. we're just very lucky and fortunate to have that here why don't you explain why the barns look like they're on fire but they're not sure and so you know i think that's an interesting process and when i was fortunate and i, I don't know i think you, you had farmer friends growing I up did. but you didn't grow up on a farm no and so i was i grew up on a farm uh we did row cropping we did mainly dairy cattle what is row cropping row mean? cropping is i'm sorry good point row cropping <laughs> is beans and wheat and corn there you go um so row cropping is that and then we also did a little tobacco but like i said we mainly dairy farm um but so the, the process with tobacco is after it's cut in the field, you bring it into a barn and then you smoke it. You put it. them on those big old wire racks. You see people driving around 68, Scaffold wagons is what Scaffold those are called. Scaffold wagons. Scaffold wagons. Scaffold yes. wagons. So that's what those are called. Yes. And so, yes, you, you put take it out of the field. You put it on a scaffold wagon. You let it wilt for a day or so. Then you move it into a barn. It gets like this dark yellowy color. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you move it into a barn. How then. do you put it in the barn? So there's different <laughs> ways that, you know, there's a lot of different. I know. You told me this and I had never new so explain the different positions it was really cool so yeah so you have what you call the plank man you have somebody on the ground so obviously when you put it in the barn it's got to go up into different tiers right right and so you have the ground guy he's taking the ground guy the ground guy (laughs) takes it off the the scaffold wagon and then hands it to the guy on the plank um, that's the second worst job. Yeah. Because those two guys touch the, every well, stick of tobacco that goes the in the barn. Work. Yeah. And so then you have, you know, you have, depending on how tall your barn is, you have different people on different levels or different tiers of the barn. Um, but the thing that I always enjoyed growing <laughs> up, and you laughed at me when I told you this, was I wanted to go up to the crow's nest. Yeah. And so the crow's nest is the very top of the tobacco barn. Top and level. you say, dear Tim, why did you want to go to the crow's yeah, nest? I did. I wonder. And I would always say, because it's the easiest job. <laughs> 
Because at the crow's nest, you only touch one or two sticks of tobacco every time, and then they go down from there. You know, you're hanging on the tears right, down from there. Working and then far. you wait for the next guy to hand you another stick right. up. So you get a little break in between. So if you worked the plank or the ground, you're every stick. Uh, if you worked inside the, if you were the first tier, you're pretty much well touching every stick because you were mm-hmm. having to hand up or put the put you're the tobacco on your down. level. So yeah. you hang one at your face, and then you hang one at your feet. <sighs> A stick of tobacco, every even in how the crow's nest. How long does it nest. take to fill up a barn? Well, it just depends on how big the barn is. Oh, that's, um, so that's it's different. Terrifying. It's different. Uh, different times for different barns. Wow, several um, hours though. Yeah, I mean, it could take. I mean, yeah, it could take a while. Wow. Um, but you know, putting in is. I wouldn't say it was easy, but it's definitely. I mean, you're in the shade. You know, well, usually. Yeah, but I mean, uh, but it's you're in a hot work. Barn. You're lifting, and mm-hmm. I mean, that's mm-hmm. not easy. No, it's not easy by any means. Okay, but, so you got you got the barn all full. Yeah. Okay, so how do how what do they do to not burn the barn down below, but they keep the fire going right so what they'll do is they'll they'll make rows of what slabs which is just cut wood and so they different farmers use different types of wood as far as that goes and i don't understand that process because it's gotten a lot more advanced Mm -hmm. over the years and it did you are old right i am 40 um (laughs) so it's gotten a little bit more advanced so uh you use different slabs um but so then on top of the slabs you put sawdust which is just when they cut the wood a little bit of wood comes off of it so you cover that up with sawdust and it just the smoldering fire and it adds that cure to the tobacco that they're looking Mm -hmm. for now Dark fire tobacco is what that's called. That's what we're uh, known for here in Western right. Kentucky. Dark fire tobacco is what Western Kentucky is known for. They don't do that many for. places. They don't. And it's, you know, that's one of my questions in my junior achievement class uh, when we talk about entrepreneurship. I say, I always ask the kids, what's one thing that we do here in West Kentucky that nowhere else really does? Mm-hmm. I don't know, Mr. Tim, is it, you know, candy or is it this? I'm like, no, <laughs> no. it's dark fire tobacco. Yes. That's something, you know, the, the Hudson School of Agriculture, Dr. Brandon, mm-hmm. those guys, you know, they, and, and now we're, we're starting to get into that hemp process, which we're right. hoping one day will be the savior for uh, all those dark fire tobacco growers. Uh, we're not there yet no. by any means, but hopefully one day. But yeah, no, dark fire tobacco is what we're known for. So um, so you put that smoke on it and, and dark fire tobacco is what you use in the chewing tobacco. Right, because I thought it was dip. in cigarettes. Right, no, not. so burly tobacco, air-cured tobacco. Uh, burly is a different um, product, different type of crop right. than, than dark fire tobacco. And I'll be honest, I wouldn't know what so that when looks you're, like. I mean, I've grown up around right. dark fire. I wouldn't even know that's what I was looking at. So when, you're grow, when, you're, when you see it in the field, the dark yes. fire tobacco is that green, yes. really dark green. It's beautiful. And then the burly is that light yellow color. Okay. Okay. So there's two different plants you're growing right. here in West Kentucky. Now when the dark fire though, when it's at its peak in the summer and I like it right before it's topped, uh-huh. I don't know what that, look at me being all yeah, farmery. Look at you. Yeah. When it's got the big sucker, the big, <laughs> yes, uh, the big blooms does, coming yes. out. It looks so beautiful. It does like look if beautiful. If you look down a field of it, it's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Those are paint. That's, that's the worst. That's probably the worst job is suckering tobacco. Tall, like a tobacco yep. leaf is close up to my height. I mean, tobacco plant, yeah, yeah it's yeah. definitely up. It's about, yeah, it's about your height. Maybe a little taller. Maybe a little taller, He's right? Like, sure. I could, you could get lost in a field I as a kid. Could, you can't even see me. Right? Where did Aaron go? <laughs> oh, there know. she is. There I am. But yeah, so I, one of the funniest stories about dark fire tobacco is when I was growing up, and I told you this the other day as well. I like your accent, tobacco. Tobacco. <laughs> more backer. That's what we used to yell when we'd be in the barn. You'd yell, more backer. Oh, um, but so when I was growing up, I was a mischievous young man as no, a child, right? I don't even really know what that Oh, my. And wow. so we, like I said, we dabbled in a little tobacco. We don't, we did maybe two or three acres. We didn't grow very much. Just enough uh, every year to and get us. And there are farms that grow acres and acres hundreds, and acres here. Yeah, hundreds yes. of acres. And so um, when we when I was growing up, we were running in the barn and I was we had some workers and I was aggravating them like I normally would. And oh, wow. We got the last stick of them and they were getting ready to shut the barn and I was wearing overalls that day <laughs> and they ran a stick through my overalls and they hung, hung me up, on the bottom hung rack. Hung 
and they left. They shut the door, and I swear I heard cars pull away. <laughs> and I, I, was, I was, Dad, I was yelling at my dad. No one came in the bar. Like, no? I think it was just to teach me a lesson. I was there for probably a good well, five minutes. Well, you still remember it. I do. It scarred I mean, me a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, and then, I, then finally my dad came in, and he was laughing at me. Because okay. they were all standing outside the whole time. Um, but they, they just wanted to teach me. So, Maybe I shouldn't pick on them so much or, or mess yeah, with them. Yeah, you still do that. Didn't work. Well, you yeah. know. I'm older now. It'd be you hard are. be hard to hang me on a stick in the back of the barn now. They <laughs> better be some strong guys. Um, all right. So we got everything in the barn. Uh-huh. The sawdust. Sawdust okay. is on. So then so you, how long does it stay in there? So, you know, I, I, I asked some some of my friends uh, from F&P Farms out mm-hmm. in New Providence, and they were saying uh, anywhere from four to six weeks. So you mm. might light it two or three different times. So right. you have to start two or three different barn fires. They'll usually burn for maybe a week or so. Mm. Um, and then you can open the doors, sweet, let, sweet it, smell. let it a little fresh air in um and then fired again fired again and so you know back when back in my day um <laughs> we didn't have like fans and stuff in our tobacco barns now they've got all these different oh, yes. there's fans there's stuff pulling air in pulling air out right. making sure that those um because it does there's like a gas buildup that can happen and that's well, why sure. you'll see some the barns toxins. uh that's why you'll see some barns and usually catch on the older, fire they're the older uh-huh. ones. they're the ones that don't have the ventilation systems and what them. you think in your mind is like old school right. tobacco barn like that's what like i uh you know we lost our we don't grow it anymore but we were renting our tobacco barns out to some people and, and i guess it was probably about eight or nine years ago our last one burnt mm-hmm. uh, and i can remember the day i was at work and dad called and said hey if you want to see the last tobacco barn we've got it's right it was uh, right next to uh, our house he said it just it just went up and i heard the boom yeah you in town it. at work i heard the boom from when it you know it had well, i mean know, it happens there's usually gone. at least one barn if not two that happen every season mm-hmm. It's just uh-huh. part of the process. And it's it's just interesting to me to see how much our farmers have grown here oh, in yeah. West Kentucky. There's some um, real fancy barns out there now. When we did our, the bank a couple weeks ago, we did a farmer's tour I'm in the ice cream machine. I'm doing that next year. I'm doing that it next was, year with you. It's so cool. It is so much fun. So we probably visited 40 or 50 different farmers and their migrant workers in the field. And two things. Number one, if I ate ice cream and then went back out in the back of patch, it, I would, it no would be way. gone. These guys are it's down in like, warm out, yeah, it's still it's, warm out. It's 90, 100 degrees out yeah. there yeah when they're cutting and so they're eating ice cream sandwiches and ice cream whatever and then they're right hey, back they're to happy. work hey they're enjoying yeah it. so when we were doing where was i going with that story what were we I talking don't, about you got to the farmers we did we did and we, how so, the farmers have yeah. evolved so anyway so i was out talking to a farmer that's right and you know we were talking about how 15 20 years ago for an acre of tobacco if they could get 2,000 pounds mm-hmm. they were doing some major things mm-hmm. and he said you know what Tim nowadays if we don't get three, 4,000 pounds an acre we're, we're wondering what happened why didn't we get more and so just the, the technology evolution. and the science and the evolution has gotten so much and in also the last talk about 10 years too, a lot of the crops nowadays use a lot of modern technology and machinery and tobacco still can't be used that way you know that's you have right to go old school that's right but I think the thing that is as far as you were correct about that yes. you still have to set it um, to they have improved that you have to top it there's yes. not a machine that can cut no, tobacco it's it's all it's a lot of manual labor it is but the farmers have gotten so much better about surveying Planting. land um you know they can run mm-hmm. a scanner over their land or take different soil plots is what they and call it i believe are cool uh-huh and so they'll go in and say this particular you know five by five patch needs x amount of fertilizer yes. whereas the next five by five patch might need less or more yes and the next one might mean so that less evolution more. alone has yielded so that has so yielded more no it has it's it's amazing and it's only going to get better as mm-hmm. technology continues to grow uh, and we're blessed to have some of the greatest as far as that goes here in murray county we with, are super lucky 
Um, Ad Connections. Ad Connections. I just went I blank. I was sitting here thinking yeah. it's Rick Murdoch. <laughs> it's, yeah, so yeah. Ad Connections over right here in downtown. And right. so those guys are doing great work. I just work. think that everybody knows the smell and visitors ask what the smell is and end up loving it and they just don't understand what goes behind it and what the history is behind it and why it is. Yeah, so but there's like nothing like, and like I said, we had a back of barn right next to our house, so there's nothing mm. like getting that 3.30 either in the morning or in the you know late evening, someone knocking That's on your you door. Most, either early in the morning. Yeah, the saying, hey, your, your barn's on fire. It's I'm like, it's not on fire. fire. <laughs> All right. And so growing up on a dairy farm, that was the second worst thing. The other thing was the 1 a.m., hey, your cows are out. <laughs> It's like, oh, are they on the road? <laughs> you know, so it, no matter what happened, at least once, probably a month, we get that at one o'clock in the morning. So, you, you know, you run downstairs, like, what's that? What's wrong? Now your cows are out again. I'm like, ah, oh, come on. Just one night, can't they stay in? Free. Yeah. To break free, well, they don't even go anywhere. They just stand in the road or they just, you know, they would, they, you know, the cows are very smart animals. They are smart. I always said that because our house in our, our pasture field in our milk barn was right across the road from our house at my grandparents' house. So we would get to the end of our driveway and our pasture field would be out there two honks of the horn a quarter mile up the road up to my grandparents house and by the time you got there they the were all coming up to yes. the barn they're they're, they're very smart That's creatures they and they yeah. are they know their schedule they got to be milked twice I a day do. and they know that time to twice they a day waiting for you 365 days a year That's right they don't take vacation. rain snow sleet whatever <laughs> doesn't matter they're, they're coming 99 um, degrees outside oh it was yeah but <laughs> I, I loved farm life growing up and, and and i you know like i said we still dabble in it a little bit Did around you? the stark house and so my brother he hay farms and so it's it's still it's still and we still have some cows mm-hmm. and so it's it's fun I, yeah. I really do enjoy it but the tobacco is my favorite tobacco i feel like nothing is. says more kentucky than that does. that's right that's right Just can't get any better than mm-hmm. that i know Hey, so you know the next thing? <laughs> Take we, a deep breath. We, we all appreciate it. We do. We Moving do. on. And if you only smell a candle, you're not doing it right. No, the candles The are Yankee wrong. candles are good, wrong. but they're not good. But they're no, not great. Don't don't trust the tobacco candles. So do you know the next big thing? They right. rescheduled the Crosstown Classic. <gasps> they did? They did. Okay, let's talk it's about it. It's the night before Halloween, October 30th. <gasps> Really? It got it broke oh. that we're filming or we're filming. We are speak <laughs> we are recording on Friday. Last night, Thursday night, about seven o'clock, it broke on Twitter that both at oh, schools had come to an agreement that October 30th will be the new Murray oh, Bank Crosstown Classic. Yes. Because oh, so this community, we talked we've talked about this a hundred times. This community loves that game. Oh, I just it's love such a Classic. it's such a great the schools love it, the kids love it. The community loves and it. And it's been it's happened before where they didn't play it. I went back and looked at the trophy we when? have at the bank right now. It was years ago. Oh, it years had to have ago. been before they had electricity. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's that far. <laughs> but um so they they came together and, and things just lined out and panned out right. Oh, so man. they're okay, gonna so where's it being played? Is it Callaway High School Callaway still? Callaway High mm-hmm. School, okay. Mm-hmm. This was their year to host. So I guess it was two or three years ago. Of course, it used to always be played at Roy Stewart it because is. it's such yeah. a big game. That's where I've always gone. Uh-huh. But I think it was Callaway that just decided, you know what? We want to have it at home. Yes. Um, and so that's fine. So you guys are just going to start switching back and forth? I don't, you know, I, Murray has said they're going to continue to have it at Roy Stewart. Okay. Um, that's fine. So yeah. It's their year. All yeah. Right. That's, that's fine. Cool. Yeah. So I think that's a, it's just a, it's just a tradition, you know? That's going to be so fun. It is fun. I was like Halloween-y and like. <laughs> I knew we were recording this morning and I was excited because I knew we, when we talked earlier, I was like, oh, no cross time class. And, Ed um, didn't say anything either. Yeah, Ed may not know. He doesn't really do sports reporting anymore, does he? No. Ed, do you? No, he I doesn't. don't think so. He doesn't know anything about sports. Yeah, he, he's he probably still at home. He is sleeping. Yeah. No, but yeah, so it broke last night. How exciting is that? I'm excited. Yeah, uh, I'm really I was, excited. You know, we we had we have not had an event at the bank in months because you can't do anything. No. So this was going to be like the first time in a long time that I, we got, got, got to do something. And now we're back again. Then it got canceled. And that's back again. So I'm, I'm happy. I'm very excited about that. I was afraid that it was just going to be a no-go. Yeah. 
yeah. that's but gonna be great. It's back. And then you guys are having an event downtown. We are. Yeah, still ticket sales. <sighs> ticket left. sales are going. So you know, I mean, well, you remember, I did not live here back in the day. Wallace Drugs. Wallace Drugstore on yeah. Main Street. Yeah. Okay. It is empty at the moment, but Main Street has been renovating the inside of it. Has new floor, painted ceilings, new tables being built, all sorts of cool things, and they're going to have an event on October 10th, a night at the Wallace Lounge. Mm-hmm. What's that? Next Friday? Uh, or yeah, Saturday? Because today's the second. Saturday? Yeah, it's got to be Saturday, right? It's Saturday. Yeah, next the Saturday night. Saturday. And um, so there's going to be four signature adult beverages that have to do with downtown Murray. One of them is the famous drink that was made at Wallace Drugstore, which you remember drinking. That's right, the Zinger, Zinger. man. Now that's back before it had alcohol on it. <laughs> That was you back can still when, request this one without alcohol. Yeah, and it yeah just, with or without your choice. I can honestly remember, you know, we, we Dean and I were talking the other day, and you were laughing at us because we used to cruise the square on Friday nights. Um, but before I cruised the square on the Friday nights, square. we would cut. Well, you went down past Dairy Queen. Oh, so you went farther. Turned okay, into Matt B's parking lot okay. there, and then you come, and then you Not come back. Down to, no, 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 no. It was okay. A, okay. It was, it was a strip. Okay. It, okay. But you talk okay. about okay. live on a Friday and Saturday night. Oh boy. But that's a whole podcast we could do on Friday night cruising if you want to go back in the and day. And I think so because Warren Hopkins talks about that too yeah. we could get some generational views we in could, here yeah it was you just outsiders don't get it you no, don't get I it do not get it but you'll get all. it if we could go back in the day you'd love yeah. it well so this is doing another throwback so things yeah. like prohibition speakeasy so um it's 60 dollars for two people or you can get a table for 110 and um you get like a big fancy charcuterie board and you get two drinks and charcuterie what a big word thank you just say just say little 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 meats and cheeses (laughs) i honestly gosh when i read that on your social media post i had to go look up what charcuterie i was like what is is charcuterie (laughs) oh little ham and cheese okay yeah i get it hey i'm snackies i'm just an old boy from kirksey kentucky yes um we're going, we're going to culturize you. Culturize me. Charcuteries. Am I you saying got, it right? You got it. The charcuteries. charcuteries. Yes. That's right. I sound very so highfalutin. We're going to come down. Very highfalutin. There's going to be live music. Somebody playing. There's going to be outdoor seating and indoor seating. It's limited because of social distancing. So she already has sold several tables. That's awesome. That is great. That's It's just fun to, once again, like we talked about, new normal mixing with old normal. But it's kind of. And the normal just coming there. back. Yeah, we're everything's getting, good. Everybody's getting into a group. Yeah. I feel like this summer we were all just like, bye. Yeah. And I know people are upset and, and still about, oh, this got canceled or that got canceled. And, and so you just got to make the best of what we got now. And I think that's kind of what, like you said, Crosstown Classics do. It's what mm-hmm. Main Street's doing. We're just making it work. That's right. And it's exciting to have it events is. and have things happening again. And mm-hmm. so. It feels good. Come out and support. That's, yes. I, you know, that's, that's going to be a fun night. You know, especially maybe, you know. Maybe you can get my old buddy Kim Puckett, who used to make the zingers, <laughs> cool? to come downtown. I, I'll ask him at church Sunday morning. If he <laughs> yeah, was, he'd probably make the regular zingers. The regular fine. He'd make the regular plain zingers. He was just making an appearance. That's right. He'd tip his hat and say hi That's to everybody. Right. Say hi so to everybody. But they used good. to have an orange aid too that was to die for. Ooh, now that sounds like right up my alley. I mean, it was mm. unbelievable. So Wait, that should yeah. have been added to the list. Didn't even know that was a thing. No, I think it was. Sounds I think it was delicious. at Wallace Store. I got it anyway. I, I, there's a lot of different. <laughs> you things. were just busy cruising for ladies. Hey now. Hey now. That's right. Anyway, let's not talk about that. <laughs> it was a different podcast. That's a different podcast. I tell you, we could do a whole podcast on cruising. Just well, set me, Dina, and Warren in here. I was going to say, we just, Warren talks all about it, You have to give us a time limit. Yeah. You he talked about going down to limit. the Dairy Queen and coming back mm-hmm, up. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, you would try to impress your ladies that were waiting in line for the Dairy Queen. That's right. You honk your horn, yes. rev up your truck. That's right. We used to, uh, we used to, this would probably get in trouble, but we'd throw, <laughs> like, you know, when you're passing your friends, you throw yes. water balloons at them what? or have water. You'd have people I mean, be in the back of the truck. you to get in trouble. Yeah, there'd be people in the back of the truck with water guns squirting each other. I mean, we 
just it was just fun Friday nights. People, you know, back before kids oh, were out getting in trouble. That's right. Reminiscing, man. Reminiscing. That's right. The nineties. And if you the louder the truck, the better. Oh jeez. You know? Just driving around in second gear just, just oh. Uh, they were just falling Memories in the corner of my mind. We got to end this podcast soon before I start singing. Friday afternoon. That's we're right. Done, that's man. right. Thank you so much, Aaron. Oh, this good. was so Thanks. much fun. Thanks for talking about tobacco. Yeah, Appreciate I loved it. it. I right. loved it. We'll be here. You've been listening to Meet Us on Main, the inside scoop for all things Murray.